This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez-Guez. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. So if you've listened to our episodes, you'll notice that something we bring up a lot is being intentional. And so, you know, we've brought that up when we talk about networking, when we talk about finding your your mentor, who you surround yourself with. But I bet you're probably wondering, what does it mean to be intentional? Mario, to me, you are the intentional guru. Uh, well, thank you for that. Um, and and what, what is being intentional? It, it really encompasses three things. Intentionality uh, is, is going to inf- uh, encompass commitment, right? What are you committed to? Uh, the focus that you have to something, and then your attention of something that's important to you. Those are the three things that, that come in into play. And I'll give you an example. Uh, in, in my work, I've done a lot of community work, uh, and I'll give you an example of chamber, associations with chamber. Right? In, in one of my previous roles, uh, my job was to um, establish business working relationships within different communities. And one was uh, a very fruitful relationship was with, with a local chamber in the city of Chicago. And so my peers were like, oh, I want to join the chamber because if you join the chamber, you're going to get a lot of business. Well, there's a little bit more behind that. There's a strategy behind it, right? So it's intentionality. So when I joined the chamber, I looked to ways to see how I can serve. How can I, can I bring awareness to the great work that this chamber is doing? And so I took the seat of the membership chair. And so what I would do in the business corridor, go up and down the corridor and, and bring awareness around the different programs, grants, and resources that the, the uh, chamber was facilitating, whether it was through city government or state government uh, grants that were given. Uh, and there was money there. There was money. So there was that intentionality of bringing membership, right? Uh, and then also being able to speak to these business customers to see what, what um, business needs that they have, right? that um, we can help as a financial institution. So again, there's intentionality there, right? So that was just one piece of, of the puzzle, of that commitment to my community and the focus of why we were doing that and bringing attention to the much needed resources that they didn't know existed that they needed as well. So hopefully that kind of gives you an example of, of intentionality at work and, and why it's important and kind of defines it for you. Yeah, you know, I remember... Um One of the things that we did a lot was um, at Frito-Lay, we always were very straightforward, descriptive about what our goals were. And similar to almost every company I've ever been in, um, it was volume, profit, and share. And so that was our purpose. And it was very helpful because people would come up to me and, you know, we were in sales and they would say, hey, I need your help on this project. And I would say, okay, is the goal to drive volume, profit, or share. And if it didn't meet that criteria, I couldn't give that project my time. And so that was being very intentional. It was very deliberate. What we did is defined our purpose and everything that we did went towards that purpose. And I think that works as a corporation. So as an individual, I think my purposes are, does this make me happy? Does this move me forward? Or 
does this fill my bucket, right? Like my love language is act of service. So sometimes I do things because they make me happy and they make me feel happy for who I'm doing it for. And so being just very intentional, being very deliberate and very defined in your purpose and what your goals are. Yeah, and and for those listening, we challenge you to find your purpose, right? Grab pencil and paper or if it's on, on, on your computer as well. What is the three things? Keep it simple. Three steps that, that you just named right now that uh, if you want to rename them again are? Yep. Well, does it make me happy? Does it move me forward? And does it fill my bucket? Yeah. So there's personal fulfillment in that, right? That's the purpose, right? So what makes you tick? What makes you yeah. go at it? That's the biggest thing. Um, and so the, the second piece to that, I think, is just once you define that is the action plan, right? How do you go to action? How do you how do you put in, in into play? Uh, this intentionality to ultimately we want results, right? So we want to start with with the the end goal in mind, but then let's let's take three steps uh, backwards to how to get to that to that point as well. Um, so the results, but there's a results that that that's driven by an, an action plan. So what what action plans have you uh, uh, created in in your careers? Let's take talk talk about one. You know, I'm going to tell you a lot of a lot of things that. We are a similar problem we all struggle with is finances. And so one of the things I did is every time I brought my own lunch or made my own lunch, I would transfer $10 from my checking account to my savings account because I wanted to save up for, you know, X, Y, Z. And so every time I did any kind of cost cutting or whatever, I made sure I would track that so I could see it kind of amontonándose, you know, mm-hmm. to have the money to go on vacation, etc. Because that was my plan, right? If going on vacation and traveling makes me happy, then how do I do that? I do that by saving money. How do I save money? I do it by, you know, cutting out the things that are not needed. I think in terms of career, you know, I think about does it move me forward? So sometimes I've taken positions that I would have never applied for, but I'm like, you know what? It's going to broaden my skill set. It's going to make me, I always say, go lateral before you move up so you have a wider breadth of expertise. There's, uh, to me, you know, I see a lot of people who have been, um, you know, very strategic in how they move and what they do and whatnot. And I'm like, yes, like you have to have that vision of where you want to end up. And sometimes I would I would even write like in my in my papers, I would write like, I want this person's job. What do they do that I like? What can I start building to have that skill set? What am I missing to do that job right now? And then having that action plan of like, do I take a, a course? Do I go to YouTube University and figure it out there? Like, how can I close that gap so that I could be more prepared? So when that position is open, there's no one better than me for that. That's a very important skill is really studying people. Right and, and assessing your your skill set. How often do you do you uh, assess your skills? Is it yearly by by, by um, every six months? How often do you kind of assess your skills? You know, it's very it's very interesting. Now that I'm a, a executive coach, I have to do it almost by client. You know, and so I um, I was I'm coaching someone who is very much into like data science and integration and whatnot. So I had to redefine. I had to go back and like relearn the lingo, see what was important, how to connect, how to find common grounds across the team, etc. Um, in a field that I didn't 
I'm, you know, I've dabbled in and I've worked in, but it's not my strength right now. So it's good to, I, I would say almost with every client, I do like a super deep dive to see what am I missing? What do I need to close so that I'm the best person for them? So there you have it. It's a great practice. It's constant, right? It's not not every every year. And, and I say every year because uh, for, for most corporate uh, uh, positions, it, it's either you get your semi-annual review and your annual review. But you don't want to wait till that semi-annual review to kind of find out uh, what skill set that you need to kind of work on. You want to go in already knowing, right? And what are some things that you can actually leverage within uh, your company that can help you elevate those skills? Uh, so it's being deliberate, really, really deliberate on a daily basis of kind of seeing, okay, where are the gaps? How do right. we fill the gaps, right? And, and what resources can help us uh, fill those gaps as well? We're going to refresh our cafecito. While we do that, visit our website, corpcafecito.com, for more information on how to contact Mario or me. I do have to tell you, you know, for for an action plan, especially if I'm like, you know, one of them was to start my own business. And so I had to start it, start that action plan like a year before I started my businesses because I needed to make sure that I could take that leap, that I was prepared in my personal life for that professional, you know, leap. And so I, I don't, want people to think that you have to create an action plan once you have that goal or like once a position comes up or whatnot, like start taking that inventory early so that by the time the position comes, you're ready. Yeah. One thing that, that I, I do as a practice is um, I currently assess my skills, I think uh, on a monthly basis, because there's so many things that are happening right now and there's so much growth that's happening. Where, where, what's my next move, right? We always have to be thinking what's next. Uh, be happy, do the best that you, you that you can within the position you're in. But how do your how do your skill sets and your newly acquired skill sets translate to other positions that are happening? And be in the know, be curious. Oh, I'm so curious. I want to know everything. Yeah, how do you do it? How does that work? And how does that how do you fit into that? Right? What do you bring to the table as well? Um, and so the other thing I, I hear, you know, we're talking about you know deliberate throughout being deliberate through your your day, uh, having an ideal week. Right, because uh, how did you start your business? Was were you working a regular job, uh, not a regular job, but you were working in your career? And then how did you find time? How did you balance it out? It's like, all right, I have to plan my next move here to become an, a full fledged entrepreneur. Evenings, weekends, once I put the boys to bed, I just you know I kept saying like, okay, this is what I need to do. Okay, and if I want to do this, then I have to do this. And then I have to save this. And you know, one of the things I was like, I have to pay off my car because I don't want to have a car note in addition to all the expenses of launching a business. So it was both, you know, personal finances, professional skill set, understanding what's needed. So much research of like, is this going to be an LLC? Is this going to be an S Corp? Is this going to be a this? Am I going to be the sole proprietor? How do I make a website? What's the best place to hold a, host a website? All these things, right? Like, I knew my goal. So I was very intentional in what I wanted to do. 
but it's finding all the things you don't know how to do and then closing that gap. And that's the hardest part. Like, cause, and I, I do believe that's a main driver as to why new businesses fail is because they don't, we go in thinking it's going to be great to do this, but we fail to see all the other components. And so, you know, writing down or asking people, what did you do? How was, you know, what would you, what advice would you give to someone who's starting their business now? What would you recommend they do? What action plans? What are the watch outs? What are some of the wins? Like, what do you love about ownership of a business? And, you know, part of when I was starting Elevar, I was like, I want to be able to, I want to be able to pick up my kids from school. At three o'clock, I want to be the one that's outside of the school. And it was just, you know, that was my purpose. I wanted to enrich people's life, drive professional growth, and pick up my kids from school. So there you have it. There's a lot of research, right? And then even in the research, you're finding out what the commitment all about before making the commitment, right? Uh, and then you seek some advice. I take it from industry experts that were in the industry that, that you're in as well, uh, just to get in-depth knowledge. And not, not that you're running their race or that you're going to be them. You have a unique f- you know, footprint, right? Uh, so in that, you're able to see, yes, you had something defined where you said, uh, family, right? Uh, and then you said to also impact community, right, as well. Uh, so that that kind of anchored you to kind of filter out. And, and it seems overwhelming because it seems that there's a lot of work, but you, you take one step at a time. And how long did it take you uh, to be ready to say, okay, I'm ready to launch now? What was the time span in that? Oh, like about a year. Yeah. And a year flies by. We're just yep. talking about that. As we get older, years just fly by quicker. <laughs> uh, you know, we're also eager to turn 21 or 18. But after after you, you hit your mid 30s and 40s, just time starts flying by. And again, it's going back to being deliberate, right? Absolutely. With the time. Now, you know, we talk about your agency. Mm-hmm. Um, part of knowing, part of building an action plan and being deliberate is also knowing when to pull the plug. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in that, um, I'm one that that's just a, a workhorse. Let, let's just continue doing it. But but I knew that if I look back, uh, I should have seeked out more advice. Right? Uh, someone gave me the opportunity because they saw something in me and they saw talent. But talent is just half the component to that. You still need the skill, the acquired skill, uh, to make things uh, come to fruition. Uh, nonetheless, uh, there was a great experience there. Uh, but if, if I would give anybody any uh, advice on that is go work in the field. Go work for someone that's successful so you understand the ins and outs. Uh, and then you'll still make a decision. Is it for you? Right? Because you may go into it and thinking, yeah, this is not really, I don't want to deal with this component of the business. I don't want to do this uh, other piece of, of the business. And you'll make that decision. Right? Or it may be, hey, this fits like a glove. This is where, where, where I want to be at. Uh, so, how was your action plan leaving that? Well, it wasn't defined. It wasn't defined. Uh, I, I went to go work for another agent. Uh, in there, I learned a lot of how I did it backwards, right? How you should run an agency, how um, ethically it should be done. Not that I wasn't doing ethical, but the way he did it, right? Uh, it was in the insurance I- industry. So uh, many people present insurance as an investment, which is not. It, it, it's a safeguard, right? It, it, it replaces income. Uh, and in some cases, it avoids, uh, it helps you avoid taxes for those that are wealthy because of estate taxes. Uh, I'm still licensed, so that's why I could still talk about it. <laughs> um, but 
from there, I started assessing, right? It's when in the opportunity is like, all right, there's got to be more, right? There's got to be more. This is not it. Uh, do I want to open an agency? It wasn't it for me. So then I circled back to what I knew best, which was banking. Uh, and, and I got back into banking and I've had quantum leaps in, in the growth that I've had within my career in going back into banking back in 2015. And in there, had it not been for these experiences and the support of my family, of my wife and my kids, um, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, which provides me a platform to now serve such as this at a grander scale to really help. Hey, I've been in, in, in that position. Hey, I've, I've been you. I've been you. I know you. Uh, let's help you uh, avoid the, the pitfalls that, that I encountered during that time. In a very intentional way. Yeah, and, and I guess one of one of the, the strengths that I was uh, that I identified that my wife identified is just I push forward, right? Uh, through adversity, uh, knowing that there's more, there's more, and this is not it. So if I'm still here and I wake up another day, God's not done with me. There's more that I have to to do, accomplish, and and do, and give back. And what's the saying? Patras ni pagarar vuelo. Right? Yeah, yeah. Always marching forward, marching forward, but with intentionality. Absolutely. So I think if we were to wrap this up, like if being intentional is very much about having your purpose, being deliberate and creating a plan. And whether that's to start your own business, to grow your career, to build for a vacation and fund it, or, you know, to exit a company that you've started or that you, a position that you're not happy in. Um, you know, always do it with the guardrails of, you know, being happy and moving forward and and being deliberate. Agreed. It's just about having a plan, right? Being strategic. So I think we've covered it all today. Awesome. Till next time. I'm Mario Rodriguez. And I'm Nayeli suarez Gas. And we'll see you at the next episode of Corporate Cafecito. Adios. Bye-bye. Feeling inspired? Do you have a story you'd like to share with us? Go to www.corpcafecito.com and drop us a link or shoot us an email. We'd love to have you join us. You bring the conchas. Yeah.